What's up, guys? It's episode two. You're listening to the Yeehaw Cowboy Podcast, where you don't have to be a cowboy to listen. And today we have uh, my friend Jenna. I went on our way to Texas to have a little talk with her. She was in the Air Force. She has her own online store. She has her barrel racing clinics. She does it all. So I'm going to let you listen to a story. All right, so you were born in South Dakota. Your yes. parents are ranchers, huh? Grew up on a ranch. Had just regular old ranch ponies, and my yeah. sister and I wanted a rodeo, so we just taught them, like, taught them the basic pattern, mm-hmm. the best way that we knew how. And then my parents started dragging us around to all these different rodeos, and we just like totally fell in love with it. Yeah. And how does it work? You have to bid. Like, is it like a raft? Like, how does it work? Like, you have to put in like, so it's like, say, 50 barrel racers, right? Mm-hmm. So each one has to pay to get in, and whoever. Yeah. All that money gets so, to one person who wins, or what? Yeah. How does it work? Whenever I was younger, we would yeah. just compete for buckles. Oh, okay. So a buckle, and then like some type mm. of prize for second, third, and maybe fourth. Yeah. But now, like at the pro level, you're just competing for money, and so they're just paying out the best. So okay. one through eight, or maybe fifteen, is mm. the longest payout that they'll do at the yeah. bigger rodeos. But like the jackpot I'm going to today. It's called a 5D. Have you ever heard of that? No. Okay. So, <laughs> say the winning time today is a 15 second run. That would be the 1D. So then they take first, second, third in the 1D and pay them. But okay. then they also go a half second back. So a 15.5. That would be the beginning of the 2D. And then like a 16 would be the 3D and they're paying out three spots in each of those Ds. So it extends the money a little bit. So if your horse is like newer or maybe he's just a little bit slower, you still have like that opportunity to win money just Mm. based on where you fall. Mm. So that like invites everybody at every level to come. Okay, cool. Or like rodeo, you're just paying the best. So if you're not ready to run like in the one D, then it's kind of silly to go to a rodeo. Unless you're just seasoning your horse, but this like, Everybody can get paid, so everybody oh, okay. Oh, okay, cool, Which cool. also encourages you to bring younger horses. So if I'm like seasoning one or like training on one, yeah. I'll bring them and enter them. You're mm. paying a little bit more, but you also might like get lucky and get a check. Oh, okay, I see. I always wonder like, how does that work? <laughs> I always thought it's like, all right, everybody puts in money, you put in money, you put in money, and whoever gets, you know, like that. Yeah, yeah oh, okay. they split it. They do a good job of like splitting it. Yeah. Usually at rodeos, it's 80% payback of whatever the fee is. Oh, that's not bad. And then the committee's adding money also. Yeah. So they'll add anywhere from like 1000 to like 10000 or maybe 20000 mm. Some rodeos, like the one-day rodeo here in um, Texas, they yeah. add like a million to the oh. pot. So it's a very wide range. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And so that's what you do now. And then I, I seen you have like an online store too? Yeah. Yeah. So, that kind of yeah, oh yeah, tell me about, I know you're in the Air Force, right? Yeah, so okay. right out of high school, mm-hmm. I joined the Air Force because I wanted to pay for college. My parents weren't going to pay for college. Mm-hmm. And my sister had, my sister had gone in two years before me. So I figured like if she could do it, then I could probably do it. Yeah, yeah. And my brother ended up joining also. So we turned into a military family. Yeah. My parents were military or anything. It was just kind of a, yeah. it was a spur of the moment to <laughs> I really liked it. I got do, you, into, do you think it was a good decision? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. like, yeah. Like, cool, cool. It really did make me kind of who I am. Today. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So. Do you think you were making bad decisions before that? Or no, did you? No, not at all. I just uh, think, like, school came relatively easy for me. And, mm. like, I was always super interested in rodeo. So that's what I did. And I yeah. was in charge of my horse, in charge of my own schedule. Mm. For the most part, like, pretty independent. Well, in the military, like, you're part of a team. So, yeah. Your views or, like, your personal beliefs become secondary to what's good for the team yeah so it's like, and, and did you you said you went to college or no no i went to 
did. Yeah. You did? Yep. So I joined to pay for college because oh, okay. in the military, at least in the guard, they'll pay for your tuition. Yeah. And they'll allow you time to go to school. So it really worked out. Yeah. Really well. Do you feel like, like this is like a, you know, like a crazy question? I know, like to me, like college, it could be important, and but I, I want to like this kind of like a bootleg college, like yeah. two, three years, whatever. You know? Do you think nowadays? people hire people off of college or you think it's more like what you know? I think in tradition, in the traditional it was, job right? market, they're yeah. looking for a piece of paper that says you have a degree. Yeah. However, I don't think that means anything yeah. at all. Yeah. Like most times, at least. Like now, do you think with all this technology, like kids learn how to say video editing and all that, yeah. you know? You, you can get a master at it. Yeah. Stepping into yeah. The course. So that's not, yeah. And a lot of times the students are better than the teachers because they are up with the times. Yeah, that's crazy. Social and online. Yeah. <laughs> I always yeah, ask I that question. That environment is like changing mm -hmm. where like the people who are making the decisions and hiring still have that just need for a piece of paper that says you have a degree where yeah. that's really not, not worth it anymore. Yeah. It's, better to look at the skill set mm -hmm. and a lot of times you get your foot in the door based off of who you know but then you have to deliver yeah that's true <laughs> yeah so after you went to the how long were you in the air force for for nine years holy shit that's yeah, crazy so going into the air force i kind of got away from horses and rodeos so i was doing training mm -hmm. started getting deployed i just kind of got away from the lifestyle and it's yeah. kind of a hard thing to just pick didn't, back up and do didn't but, you just come back from afghanistan yeah yeah why'd you go back like they um, just hit you up like to come back <laughs> Hey girl, yeah. we got a spot. You're like, I don't want that spot. <laughs> so I got out of the military because I wanted a rodeo full time. Yeah, and okay, I, I cool. Afford an employment. I wanted to just totally just rodeo. Oh, okay, every cool. Every weekend, every second. Okay. And then I still had a security clearance. I worked in Intel. Okay. Oh, cool. Um, so I still had my security clearance, and I thought, you know, maybe. If I ever want to work in this career field again, I should start exploring my options and not totally fall out of that world. And in doing that, I realized that my top secret security clearance was about to expire. They're only good for five years. Oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, I, I got to do something. Like, something <laughs> to pick you up. Something has to happen for you to save that clearance. And so that's how I got back overseas. They're oh, like, well, oh, we can pick you up. But you have to decide this week where your clearance to be gone. Once it's gone, it's pretty much gone forever. Like, they're so ex expensive oh, to wow. do the investigations. Yeah. Companies won't just pay for somebody off the street to have it. They want somebody with it already, yeah. already done. Yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of a last minute, like, week, week time frame decision. <laughs> like, the, the moment mm. I found this job that was, yeah. like, accepting people like me in my background. Yeah. A week later, I had to have decided and gone out the door to Afghanistan. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, I'm doing sort of the same work that I did before. It's just in the private sector, mm. which we rotate in and out of country. So I'll be there for a little, little while and then I'll come back. But it's awesome that when I don't have to, when I come back, I don't have to work at all. So yeah. I can just rodeo, yeah. Summer. I just totally be reckless. <laughs> Really have to win to keep going. Yeah. That's a really tough spot to be in, and I've been there before. Where yeah. we got to do well today, Taz, or you might not be eating later, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit is real, right? Yeah, that's yeah. a whole other level. Yeah, of stress. I, I, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Same with business, the same shit. You deal with like crazy ass shit. You're yeah. like, all right, I gotta pay all these employees, right? That's not allowed. I got like eight, or whatever. You're like, all right, and it's slow as fuck. What I'm gonna do right now? <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy though. Yeah, that's cool. And, and then on your online store, did you build it or you? I did. Yeah. yeah. So when I was rodeoing full time, I yeah. had left the military. You using Shopify? 
Yes. Yes. Good. Good. The good. Best, I'm gonna right? tell you some. I'm gonna sh- after we do the podcast, I'm gonna show you some what I do like for marketing and okay. remarketing on Facebook ads and all yeah, that. I need help that. Yes, sure. dude. I, I'm gonna show you, and it's gonna blow up your shit. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, you could like market people just here in Texas. You can market people that are into just rodeo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People yeah, that like certain birds. companies, you could n- niche them like that market. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right? People that ride horse, like real yeah. niche market. I don't know if you could do that, but really niche market. Like when I advertise for my boots, I could pick who I advertise to. You know what I mean? Like it's really. I can't tell you the secret because then, then everybody. Don't, it's like going out <laughs> yes. Like, because I don't want to spend on advertising. Oh, sometimes shit. I don't see that directly turn. That's what happened to me for the and first three years. When sales start going down, that's the full first like plug I wanted to pull, which yeah. is the worst plug to pull. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'll, I'll show you after. <laughs> so how long you had the online store for? Let's see, it's been about five years now. Okay, I, cool. I started it because I, I could see that like rodeoing is awesome, but it's not going to pay for mm-hmm. itself, at yeah. least in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of when I was new into the realization of what the pro athlete looked like for rodeo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just had a little bit of, these, you see girls winning like 75000 on their year or yeah. 100 or maybe into the 200s but you don't realize how much it's spent to get there yes or i know people don't people don't know right they see the whole yeah. number right i saw it's like, like this is awesome <laughs> yeah my fucking yeah love? sign me up like yeah they don't know all the expensive ass shit that goes into it right yeah, yeah i hate when people are like oh you, you balling i'm like nope man you know what <laughs> shit i have to pay i spend a lot of money on advertising every day and i got it like locked down i'm still spending that, you know but it's yeah, yeah but he, people think like that they see that whole number like oh you balling you can buy this yeah. i'm like nope <laughs> yeah, that's true though yeah yeah yes yes yeah. so once i started that store mm-hmm. it went awesome because that okay. was my best endorsement i was using the products i didn't spend a lot on advertising wow on yeah. direct sales mm-hmm. off of social media and it was growing I'm like this is awesome and this was all like in a season right so then christmas came christmas went, oh i love christmas january <laughs> february march hit and yeah. sales aren't what they are at the end of the year and i'm just like I'm not rodeoing right now either. Like, I'm, I don't know how exactly I'm mm-hmm. going to make a living at this, but that's kind of how I started the business was okay. to supplement my rodeo income. Yeah, yeah. So anything that I was using, I figured I could sell also since I'm a believer in the product, I can do it better. Yeah, yeah. I love entrepreneurship anyways. Oh, so okay, cool, just cool, figuring cool. out like what products work for me and my clientele. Yeah, yeah you have to love the product. Yeah, Keith exactly. Is. Which is why I then yeah. shifted into the information mm-hmm. section. Oh, so like, I, okay. I do like halters and I like tack, but I yeah. don't love it. Yeah, I yeah. love teaching. Oh, okay. Rodeo, so like, okay. That's what birthed the clinics and online mm. coaching. And yeah, yeah. Some of those different like online programs, yeah. which yeah. that's totally scalable too. Where having yeah. product is, I mean, you're yeah. a little bit limited too, and you need some employees. Where mm. if I'm like doing a digital product, I can sell unlimited. Never have to package them. Never have to ship them. Yeah. yeah. No returns. It's just a lot simpler of a yeah. product. Yeah. And then teaching too, like that's fun for me to go. Yeah. Share my craft and that's cool. You know what they I did learn from like I've been doing business for about ten years and I did learn that free information is probably the best thing you could do. I always tell my customer I give them all the information like how to clean the hat, how to do all that bullshit. I think it's a good thing to give information out and then the 
the customers just like we yeah, start rolling in. So yeah, that's cool. So the online store, do you is your brand or is it someone else's brand? So I have a, I have two. I have mm -hmm. jsmink.com, uh -huh. which is anything informational or t-shirts mm -hmm. um, or lashes or things like that that don't uh -huh. necessarily have to do with your horse. And all of those are mine, my label, my product. And then I have naughtyhalters.com. I saw that one. As dressed halters. Okay. Um, which has shifted into like the whole tack realm. Yeah. So there are also other brands that I use. So like okay. Best Pass, okay. Cool. Cool. So it's like a retail. Yes. Like uh, an online warehouse. Okay, cool, cool, so cool. Have, like, tons of different and brands. you sell okay, cool. That's cool. So and it is a so it's different brands on there. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. And some of those are drop shipped, others are custom made to order. So that and that was interesting finding like where I fit. Yeah. And how all that works. Yeah, you know I drop ship everything, right? Uh, not everything, no. You don't? But drop no. shipping is much, much easier for yeah. me because then I can kind of scale it a little bit. Yeah. Like custom stuff, the nicer stuff more like detailed, takes mm. a lot longer to build and you can't sell just unlimited. Yeah, that's so that's true. like a trub, like a tough thing to figure <laughs> out too. Yeah. The cool thing on Shopify there's like this apps that show you like pre-order and it'll take 30 to 60 days so the you don't have to oh, tell yeah. the customer they yeah, don't gotta call you. Yeah. <laughs> no this one's cool. It tells you like you click add to cart and it tells you oh this will ship in 60 to 90 days okay. or you know 60 days. And then when they go to their car, they give them a warning. I have another app that says warning. And like, are you okay with this item? Because they, they're fine as long as they know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, after, been I, some struggles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you. I'm, I'm gonna show you some stuff. You're gonna love it, man. It's gonna be cool. Like just for, you know, advertising and stuff. Cause not people in your market advertise, right? Right. Yeah. It's a niche and that's money. the thing with it's clinics so too is like once everybody figures it all out, mm -hmm. like they'll be damned if they're just gonna give that info away. Like yeah. that's super valuable to have figured out how to train a horse, get to the finals. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of the info sharing yeah. in the rodeo industry could use some expansion. Like yeah. more people did it, it would become more normal, like in basketball or like in pro football, like that's common. Yeah. Like none of this stuff is really a secret. Yeah, just yeah. What's your flavor? Yeah. Like in rodeo, like those. Those people hold it or what? Strategies that work. Like yeah. it's tough to ask like the world champion, like, hey, how'd you do that? Or like, uh, how did you get here? They're like, go spend nine years and like half a million figuring it out. You wow, know? that <laughs> sucks. Yeah. <laughs> the tone of a, a few of the competitors. Yeah, that kind of. Yeah, in you know what? That kind of sucks in a way. When people ask me, oh, how do you do this? I always tell them, I always show yeah. them, and it's up to the person to take advantage of what I'm telling them. Right. It's like, what if I was like, no, I'm not gonna tell you about how to advertise and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's like, nah, man, fucking yeah. make some fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> Will grow the sport and make yeah. us all better because it isn't set up mm -hmm. how it should be like for a pro athlete mm -hmm. to want to compete all year you can't really hardly do it most people can't yeah depend on their yeah. income from rodeo yeah that's cool what's your goal like do you, you want to hit a certain like event like in the far so, stuff like that yes, or absolutely. yeah that's my end goal. <laughs> cool i'm slowly figuring out like how that mm. works for me and i think everybody's recipe is a little bit different yeah based on like how many horses you have what's your driving setup like what's mm -hmm. your rig your trailer like how much time you have mm -hmm. so the biggest thing i'm struggling with right now is just getting to 100 rodeos to give myself a chance yeah so I, 
I truly believe. So they like, and then if I had certain things you have to hit or what? Well, it doesn't regulate what rodeos you have mm -hmm. to go to. It will allow you to go to up to 100. Okay, and cool. That's a lot of rodeos. So I feel like I rodeoed my butt off this summer and I only made it to like 10. Okay. So I've got to get my numbers up, give myself a chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just getting to 100 rodeos seems like Everest. Mm -hmm. But I think if I can at least get to enough to get me inside the top 50 then you start qualifying for some of the bigger paying rodeos okay so in the beginning you've got to go a lot to get your get your placing or your ranking up to where you might qualify for some bigger paying rodeos mm -hmm. once you're at the bigger paying rodeos you don't have to go to quite as many if you do well at those rodeos yeah it's all about the money that you win yeah yeah so for somebody starting out it might behoove you to go over here to a five thousand dollar added rodeo rather than this twenty thousand dollar rodeo your butt stomped over here but you make some money over here. Yeah. <laughs> so, and a lot of it's about confidence too you don't mm. i mean it's tough to lose it's tough to go out there yeah pull a check do, do you get pissed off or like Ooh. I don't get mad. No? I just get anxious where I want to run again. Oh, yes, because you're like, I could have done like, it better. I know, I know if I could just go back in there, like, I could do it better. Like, just let me get one more shit, crack yeah. at it. Like, I'm, it's usually me making a mistake or not helping my horse quite enough. He's super honest. He'll do exactly what you tell him. Yeah, and yeah. And so if we're making mistakes, it's usually something that I didn't do correctly. Mm -hmm. So I just want, I want another shot. So you're like, fuck, but you're already done. <laughs> Yeah. Snappy, how many? You only get a few runs. You only get like how many runs do you get per competition? Just one, usually. Some some rodeos have two or maybe three runs, but that's not as common. It's yeah. more common to just, and just you, one run. And do you have one like favorite horse that you I like? I just have one horse. Okay, so, cool. And eventually you'll you kind of need two because of injury or giving him a break. But I I've put my whole like my whole life into this horse. And yeah. How long? How, how long have you had this one? Five years now. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I bought him as a four-year-old. He came off the racetrack. I knew it was fast. I figured I could teach him to turn. Oh, he just came off the racetrack? Yeah, he used to be a quarter-horse racetrack. Mm. So he didn't know a lot when I got him, but we worked on a lot together because I had just come out of the military too, and I did yeah. I had no business riding a finished one-day horse at the time. Yeah. I had a lot to learn, like figuring it all out again. And hey, how old is he? different at the, at the pro level than they are like in high school when I used yeah. to compete. Yeah, how old is your horse? He's nine. nine. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. You have a picture? Of course, yeah. Yeah. Grab my phone. I've got like. Yeah, I try not to look at your Instagram, oh. nothing, because I want to ask all the questions. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm not gonna go be a stalker because then you don't know what to ask, true, you know, right? True. So it's like, dude, so, that's one thing I learned. Like, don't. Here's uh, um, here's a picture of him running at Pendleton. Okay, cool. So. Uh, let's let's show the the camera so they'll okay. see. You see, you can see. Cool. You know what's cool about this too? You can record forever, and then like on camera, like digital cameras, like actual like regular cameras. No, like you only do like 30 minutes the most. Oh, yeah. yeah so, not, so it's better off with this thing. <laughs> yeah. <podcast>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Let me look at him again. What's your, you have a password on here? Oh no. You don't have a password? No, I maybe should, but I don't, <laughs> I don't have time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> That's one of your runs right there? Yeah, so that was a throwback from Pendleton. Because mm -hmm. that was the rodeo that was just going on. Yeah. So what's your so, goal? Yeah, sorry. So my my long term goal is to make the NFR. Okay. Cool. 100%. I've always wanted to do that like mm -hmm. since I was a little girl. That's like what I'm going for. Mm -hmm. But I want to do it also where I'm not breaking myself, I'm not ruining my horse. Like I want to figure out a way to rodeo long term. Yeah. That fits for me as like a businesswoman into my career somehow. And, yeah. just make it work like yeah. everybody does it different and i feel like 
some people are able to rodeo all year long. I don't think that's in the cards for me, at least in the near term. Mm -hmm. So I've got to make it work where I'm working half the year, rodeoing the other half, but good enough to pull checks and make it into the top 15. Yeah. Which is totally possible. Yeah, and is there anybody that you look up to or like? Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Lisa Lockhart is probably, okay, she's like my idol. She's yeah. from South Dakota, so I've always like, yeah. really had a favoritism towards her yeah but also i know that she trains her own horses she does it herself and she also teaches too so she works and has a job also oh okay um, and then they also run like a cow calf operation like she's her yeah. answer so she has a lot going on but she's good enough to where she doesn't have to go to 100 rodeos anymore she can mm. just... so you can't look up to her because yeah. of that part like that you could work you don't have to over like work your horse you could say right. yeah so but you can make it her Probably her most famous, like iconic horse is Louie. Mm -hmm. He's a buckskin, but he's just so consistent, so solid. He's been in the game for years, you know, never mm -hmm. been overworked to where he's had injury or like been, you know, had, had to have a lot of time off. Like she just takes really good care of her animals and they work for her. Mm -hmm. So that's what I want for Taz, is for yeah. him to love it, him to want to do it, but not yeah. to overdo it to where he starts to hate it. Like you'll see Louie just walk in the alley. A lot of horses have alley issues and it can go back to different things but yeah. I, I want him to enjoy going in the pen and yeah. want to work for me too that's cool yeah. do you always try to hit the faster time or do you feel like you focus on the technique of the because so, it's always about the time right yeah but do you think do you when you're riding do you focus on the time both or like, like i don't want to hit that fucking barrel but i want to get close as fuck to it like <laughs> smooth, to me smooth is fast okay. and you've got to slow down to be smooth Oh, so okay. instead of worrying about screaming in there and like running the wheels off of him, just be consistent and have a good pattern and, yeah. and build on those successes. So I'd rather have a good pattern that's just a tick off the pace and build from there rather than go in, have something wild that he's running, but it's not correct. Yeah. So I want him to be correct in the turns, to listen, to respond and have a beautiful run like we practiced it. Because there's okay. a lot of technique in the turn. Yeah. And I think that like, Everybody's got a fast horse, and it's one in the turn and in the mm. technique. So I want him to be correct, but also true to his style. He's such a big horse that I can't, he can't run like some of the smaller horses. So mm. I want to showcase him at his best Yeah. and add speed as we go. So the mm. more in shape he gets, the more confident he gets. Yeah. Sometimes it's the ground that he likes or doesn't like, you know? Yeah, okay, cool. I want to tell you that, so that's where you focus more like the, the smoothest, smoothness around yeah, that. Yeah, just correct. Yeah. Cool. And entrepreneurship, I'm gonna go back to entrepreneurship. So did you, since when you were little, did you like, like selling stuff or was it just like now that you're like, just or do you thought it was cool and you're like, it's like a recent yeah. kind of like <laughs> yeah. discovery, I guess. So yeah. I wasn't always that way. When I was little, I wanted to first be a vet because I loved animals so much. Mm. And then I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. So mm. even through college. You thought when you wanted to be a lawyer, was it because of the money? I don't know why. <laughs> Because most I, people like that or just argue. Because like, when I was younger, people like when I was growing up, like whatever my dad or anybody, like Mijo, you should be this. It pays good, right? <laughs> that was like, that was like true. the culture, you know. You're like fuck, and I want to be. And then you know what's crazy? People used to like talk shit to me when I was younger, like oh he ain't gonna be shit, he ain't gonna do shit. And then you're like, well I don't want to fucking do that, but <laughs> like you know work somewhere for somebody. Yeah. And I was always got fired, quit. Yeah. And I, and I always hustled since I was little. Boss. Yeah. So, you're less firing me. Yeah. I am the boss. <laughs> Even since I was little, I used to like actually like sell lollipops at school. Like oh, I, I, I was pretty technique actually. It was, you remember the Jolly Ranchers, the long ones? Yep. All right, so we, I used to melt a little bit on the stove and then put it on a regular lollipop. 
So you roll it and then I wrap it. I said for a dollar fifty and I'll get the shit for like fifty cents. I was like, hell yeah, my mom used to help me wrap it. We used to slack. I actually got in trouble for selling. I used to do my backpack full, no books in there. Awesome. <laughs> it was crazy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was Making crazy. It <laughs> yeah. So just recently you felt like it was like it was like more now. Yeah, yeah. I think um rodeo is what mm -hmm. kind of got me interested in mm -hmm. that world because since I was little, it was just kind of like bread and money to like go yeah. to college, get a good degree so you can get a good job. Mm -hmm. Like that was just the culture. And yeah. coming from a really small town, like there's not a lot of opportunity like where I grew up. Most people, like if they don't make it out, it's kind of sad, but like there's not a lot of jobs around there. You're just like mm -hmm. almost expected not to do big things, which is sad. Where in my family, like they always told us like, you can be whatever you want to be. No, that's go cool. to school, get a good job, yeah. education is the key, like, get yeah. out of, get that's out of when South you, Dakota, yeah. that's what you want to do. <laughs> yeah. So I never felt like I was going to stay or be trapped in my small town. Like, mm -hmm. I knew that I was leaving. Yeah, since I, you were little, you yeah, knew that? Like, like, education was the way out. Okay. And so, like, the military really opened up my eyes to that, just in that, like, it's a huge world. You can pick wherever you want to live, go explore, like, discover, yeah. get some, you know, some travel, like, go meet new people, like, yeah. figure out where you fit in. So I always was like geared towards leaving, but I, I never really thought of being my own boss until yeah. I figured out if you're gonna yeah. rodeo all year, you can't have a job. Yeah. And so that's what kind of turned me off towards the military too, mm -hmm. because in the military, like it's not about you. It's not about your goals or your dreams. It's about what the nation needs. So if they call you to go to get deployed, you're going. Yeah. And for me, like I thought at the time, say I made it to the top 15 and then I get deployed, I would go AWOL. I wouldn't go. Yeah. So at that point, it's like, why am I in anymore? Like I've done my time. I've served my country. I learned. I gave. Yeah. Yeah. There's sometimes there's a season on those things and like for me that chapter had closed I wanted to figure out how I could stay on the road and support my dream. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah. So, so your dream just being like a uh, just a champion in barrel racing. Yeah, to get to go like do what I love all the time. Yeah. But doing what I love all the time under financial stress took the fun away from it really fast. Yeah. So I, I like with out, the websites and the yeah, stuff. And just okay. With, like, what do you like doing more? The selling the stuff or doing the classes for the people? I know class, you do. I seen you sure. post stuff. But I'm telling you, I didn't look into it because I want to ask you these questions. But so you like doing teaching the classes yeah, I like, more? I like teaching people because. <laughs> you re you record all that too? Me. Sometimes I do. I don't. Yeah. I don't have like a videographer doing the whole clinic. I, I totally want to do that. I yeah. just haven't yet. Yeah. You should just fucking set up like this. I know. Put in your pocket and you just not even stream. Just record it. I have like yeah. two iPhones. You and your friend's iPhone connect it and you just record and that's it because yeah. you got to work with what you got yeah. that's one thing i learned from like you know what i mean now it's a little bit i could buy extra shit and you know but you got to work with what you got yeah. but yeah for yeah, sure true. that's just crazy and, and do you feel do you want to be at a certain time or do you, you just want to be someone say nfr right you're nfr do you want to beat the time that world record or do you want to be just win that nfr <laughs> oh, that's so far I feel like that's so yeah. far off to me yeah. that the goal is to get to the NFR yeah. right now okay cool but once that's more of like I'm comfortable making the NFR mm -hmm. then of course I want to be the best like I want to be the best girl racer that, that ever lived yeah. but I think for me fulfillment is more important so mm -hmm. I want to get there but 
I want to get there because of who I know I will become in that process. Yeah. Like if you can train an NFR barrel horse and get there consistently, yeah. like you are an excellent horseman. You figured it out logistically. Yeah. Like so it's not about is yeah. So it's not about all the numbers it's, it's and races. It's about the about backbone, that. which is yeah, like, like the work you put in yeah, you and okay. That's the trainer want to be. That's yeah. Okay. And everybody looks at the big picture, right? Like with me, I'm the consumer, right? Of that like barrel. I like you know what's funny. I like barrel racing more than bull riding yeah i do I want, but i don't watch tv and none of that shit so i'm so focused on my work that i don't watch it but if i go to the rodeo like if they pick, told me to pick one i pick barrel racing is that weird or no i support you know? it <laughs> yeah it's crazy right like all oh, the bull riding cool but like barrel racing it's more competitive to me for some reason you know what i mean i understand it's like yeah it's hard to stay on a bull but it's a lot more work i feel yeah, like you're asking like pound animal to give you their heart and yeah. determine to die. Like, that's not easy. And it's a long term, like, you know what I mean? It's long. It's like you said, you know, you had your horse forever. Yeah. You've been training them, so that's crazy. Cool. If you had to give advice to, like, younger, like, kids, what would it be, like? So for anybody, like, yeah. anybody that wants to just mm -hmm. achieve in their life, whether mm -hmm. it's in entrepreneurship or barrel mm -hmm. racing or bull riding, Everything, whatever, yeah. like there are simple recipes for success. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Mm -hmm. Find someone who is succeeding in the area you want to succeed yeah. and either enlist their help or someone like them that's giving help. And don't be afraid to pay for that stuff. That's yeah. the most valuable way you can ever spend your money is mm -hmm. in your education to yeah. So like like with training a horse, like you can go out and try to do it yourself or you can take your horse to a clinic or find somebody who's already a trainer and, yeah, that's true. and get those recipes off of them and get help because that, that will shorten the amount of time that you struggle. Like like Tony Robbins says, it will turn decades into days yeah. and that's across the board. Like whatever you want to do, there's people who have gone before you that are yeah. successful and they've left clues. So yeah. you don't feel like you have to figure it out yourself, but be strategic and how you learn what you spend money or, mm -hmm. or struggle on. And for, do you ask people, like people are already in the industry how to do it or do you feel like they hold back? So, okay, so this is, <laughs> That's this true. Is, this yeah. is a great conversation actually because yeah. this is kind of how I got my start. Mm -hmm. So the person I got my horse from, I really admired as a barrel racer and I didn't have the money to just pay for lessons and it wasn't really a thing at the time anyways to like do clinics and, mm -hmm. and like pay for lessons like that's kind of an odd thing to ask so I traded just traded work like I'll do XYZ like I'll do this for you if you just help me yeah. also and I did that a couple times with a couple different barrel racers who mm -hmm. ended up being really great both of them made the NFR one of them ended up being a world champion but mm -hmm. I just kind of got in with them and you were doing free shit that's what the yeah, main like, thing I is people be like oh people act like they deserve shit it's right. like no you gotta fucking put in the work yeah and do free shit yeah yeah that's but, true I mean, and then the other girl that i traveled with she needed a driver during the summer because i just know i figured out that like the rodeo road is so hard driving yeah. but a lot of people can't quite afford to pay a driver yeah like, hey girl <laughs> <laughs> like, i'll drive for you like i would love to come out and drive and she's like i would already have a driver like i could afford it like i just can't i'm like well let me put my horse in i'll trade you the cost of diesel for yeah. my work like i'll feed i'll drive like whatever you hell need. yeah like, that's cool AKA like just yeah. your assistant. And yeah. that, was a, that was a great trade off because she was getting some sleep. I was getting to go. Like I was killing myself driving, but I learned so much. And at yeah. the time I couldn't afford diesel anyway. So it was yeah. either stay home, you know, or <laughs> yeah. do that. That's cool. So that, I mean, I did that a couple different times. Yeah. That was like a awesome recipe that I just kind of stumbled upon to get my foot in the door, go mm -hmm. to some bigger rodeos and learn from people. Yeah. And like, 
having traveled with a couple different people, I got to see how a couple different people did it. So yeah, that's no cool. Shoe fits all. Like, yeah, that's cool. Is way, way different. And people don't get that. They have to do free shit. Like me, yeah. I find there are a bunch of free shit. The people that manufacture my own brand, mm -hmm. I had to do. I did a lot of. I still do free shit for them. Yeah. And now they did my brand and they manufactured it. They fucking like, that's you know awesome. what I mean? And they didn't manufacture for nobody. Yeah. And I was the first one to for them to manufacture. Yeah, I did a bunch of free shit. People forget too, like. When you're in the public eye or you have a business or you're doing well, like everybody all day asks you for stuff. Yeah. So don't be that guy. Yeah. 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 And then you have something to bargain with. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, well, yeah. it's not going to always. So. And did you ask a lot of questions or you just watch them mostly? Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was awesome because like when you're that close with somebody traveling in the same truck competing, you see all sides. So you see them before the run when they're nervous, you see them after a good run, after a bad run, yeah. in the morning when they're tired, you just, you really see it. Yeah. No yeah. filter, no Instagram highlight reel. <laughs> yeah. You see the good and the bad. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy because Instagram is so like not serious. Like I kind of mess with it, but TikTok. Everybody you can... <laughs> wins on Instagram. This is it. Right? They tell... Yeah, that's true. It's crazy. Which I feel like was kind of how I started to get a little bit of a following and get some momentum. Was mm -hmm. that I wasn't just posting winning runs. Mm -hmm. I was sharing my journey. The truth. Yeah. Like yeah. as we're struggling, I'm yeah. like, this is where I'm at. Like we're in the 2D right now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> Like see the depression yeah. and like see what I did when that's I hit cool. barrels or when I was like, oh, I really that's can't cool. afford to go out anymore. So now I'm doing this, you know, like yeah. now I'm starting to real shit, yeah. Now I'm looking for a job. So yeah, yeah, yeah. just being transparent with people, I think they that's can identify cool. with that. Yeah. That's where they are in the journey. Yeah, yeah, Versus that's cool. Who's like on the national stage winning. That's awesome, but it seems so far away that it's hard to like mm -hmm. identify with that person. Yeah. And is it... Why did you like on uh, like a tin hall boots or why do you, is that, the, cause most of the time I always see you wearing that brand most of the time. Yeah, so I just have one pair of boots. My, uh, my parents uh, got it for me, got that pair for me for Christmas like two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I just, you just kind of wear those? In, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you shouldn't wear those in yet. I know. For today, right? no. I know. No, because I don't want to give you. town boots for now. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> I want you to wear the, the other one. I got it. Yeah. I noticed about new boots even like when you ride, it's like. It feels yeah. uncom not uncomfortable. Or like if you put someone else's boots on, it's like it changes the feel. Yeah, it it's all and it's all in your mind, but still though. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be sad. Or getting yeah. somebody else's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, for this podcast, you don't have to be a cowboy to listen. Make sure you subscribe. I'm going to have more hustlers out here, more entrepreneurs talking about their path and where they're going and what steps they're taking. So make sure to tell your friends and their family. See ya.